Hello and welcome to the Mastin Kip Podcast. I'm your host, Mastin Kip, and I am the creator of Functional Life Coaching, where we discover the root cause emotional blocks that are holding you back from success. And I'm also the creator of Trauma Hacking, helping you turning your nervous system into your ally, and the best-selling author of the book, Claim Your Power, and also a trauma survivor advocate. And this podcast is from my heart to yours. I'm going to share with you all kinds of different things, uh, different coaching uh, experiences that I've had with people, um, different parts of my life, maybe an excerpt from a seminar, different interviews with friends and thought leaders, all about how to get unstuck, how to hack your nervous system, how to turn your nervous system into your ally and really get the edge so that you can really live your dreams, uh, live your purpose, and most importantly, pay it forward. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. One favor I have for you is this. If you love this podcast, Remember to subscribe to it, and if you feel called, please feel free to leave a review because reviews really matter, helps us spread the word, and helps other people really discover this podcast. So if this was valuable to you, please feel free to leave a review and subscribe to the podcast. And if there's anything in this episode or any episode that really strikes you as an aha moment, shoot us an email to hello at mastinkip.com. Tell us which episode it was and about what time... uh, the breakthrough was in the episode so that we can really know because I'd love to hear from you what your aha moments are. I love hearing that. and My team loves hearing that too. So without any further ado, please enjoy this episode of the Mass and Kip podcast. We're going to get into that right now. We're going to talk about mastery. What is mastery, guys? That's right. It's something that you can do in your sleep. You ever see like, for me, I always love watching like, the Olympic gymnasts and they just, they just do shit where they're flying around and they're so agile. And you're like, how? Like, it's like art and technique, right? Athletes have this. You have something that's just automatic and you're so good at it, it's no problem. Who's, we, who's seen people like this? We've all seen people like this, right? What is it like to witness that mastery? It's amazing. Time just flies by, right? There's three phases of mastery. Phase one, most of us are familiar with, it's the excitement phase, Oh my God, it's January 1st. Yes, right? This is going to be easy. Going to the gym. I got this shit. I'm in, right? This is not scary. Fear, fuck you. I eat you for breakfast with my shake, right? (laughs) I don't need any help. I got this by myself. And for real, I'm going to do it. No, for real. For real. How long does that shit last? Who feels like you just had a bunch of excitement phases and then you just stopped? Anyone want to be honest and just admit that? I was all excited, but then it got hard, so I shiny pennied over here and got excited, didn't work out, and then I went over here, got excited, and you just kind of go around getting half-assed excited, and you're like, I've tried everything, everything but sticking with it. <laughs> right? So excitement's fun. January 1st is about the time we all tend to get into it, right? Then the most important phase is resistance. What the f*** is this? <laughs> right? This is harder than I thought it was going to be. It's scary. I'm going to withdraw and isolate. I'm going to go sh- uh, chase another shiny penny instead of following through on this thing that I made a decision with. And you know what? This is just like everything else. All the other times I've done it. All the other times. All the other times. I said I wasn't going to do it, and I f***ing did it again. Who, who's ever hit a resistance phase before? Let me see if I show of hands. Right? And what people tend to do is they tend to stop in resistance. But resistance is the name of the game. How well you work with resistance, that will determine how far you go. Think about this. Resistance weight training. You need resistance to grow stronger. Do you not? Of course, right? Yoga. 
your body will resist you, <laughs> right? You don't want to push it too far, but just enough. The pose in yoga begins when it gets slightly uncomfortable, right? The work in your life and your purpose begins when the uncomfort sets in. You have to learn to anticipate it and set yourself up. And you can't lie to yourself that you can do it by yourself. You cannot do it alone. Everybody needs help. And here's the thing. In this room, I already know you're probably really good at supporting others. Who here is really good at supporting others? I love helping care of other people. Who here is like, I can't wait to ask for help? couple people. They're like, yeah, help me. I need the help. Who here feels like asking for help is offensive, scary, and or something you don't want to f***ing do, if you're really honest? Let me see if I show hands, right? So, but that's the deal. We actually had to learn how to work together, and you, learning how to ask for help is the name of the game. I could not produce this event by myself. There's no f***ing way. There's no way. I'm just the guy yapping on stage. All this other stuff, I didn't do. And it takes, the, you know, the term is it takes teamwork to make the dream work. That you, We've probably heard a version of that. You can't do it alone. You can't do it alone. You can't isolate and be successful. It does not work, all right? Now, what happens if you bust through this resistance phase? You stick with it. You have support. You have a tribe. You have mentors. You're getting consistent feedback. You're coming back. You're getting in the hang of things. That's when you earn mastery. And your thoughts then, you forget. So here's the thing. When you get to the end of something, you forget how hard it was sometimes, right? I've had clients who are like, yeah, when I was having a child, and I was giving birth, I thought to myself, never going to f***ing do that again. And then like six months later, they're like, huh, maybe we should have another kid, you know, right? Or you go through something really hard, and then at the end of it, you're like, that was no big deal. But in the moment, did it feel like a big deal? Come on, guys, yes or no? Of course it does. But at the end, you're like, I can't believe I doubted myself. Challenge is how I grow. These are the conversations you have with yourself, right? I'm not isolating. I'm showing up more. I'm asking for help. I can't do it alone. And this is a lifestyle. Habits can be created in 30, 60, 90 days. It takes a year or more to create a lifestyle. What's the difference between a habit and a lifestyle? A habit is one thing you do in your life. It could be like getting up early at 5 a.m. That's a habit. Changing your lifestyle, that quadrant that you filled out at the beginning, is when everything's at an eight or above. <laughs> which is a little bit different than a habit, right? And yes, little steps are how you get there. How do you eat a field of kale? I say this because if I say steak or cows, people get offended if they're vegans, right? Kale is just as offensive, by the way, but it's fine. <laughs> how do you eat a field of kale? One bite at a time. So that's why if you want a habit change, dedicate yourself to something for 30 days, 60 days, if you want lifestyle change, do this shit from now on. And that's what I decided to do. I went to my first seminar. I said, I want to live in one, basically. And I'm either learning or teaching. That's my life. I learn, I teach. I've produced the environment. Because here's the thing. Long term, what it takes to change your life is not just four days, I claim your power live. This is a portal in these next four days. It's a portal of awareness. You're learning, you're connecting, you're growing. And the goal is you need to make your environment supportive around you. The people that are around you, what they're saying, are they encouraging you? Are they lifting you up? Environment more than belief. If you're like, ah, affirmations, I got this, I am strong. Or is anyone C.T. Fletcher? Anyone know C.T. One, one C.T. couple? Okay, love you guys. I command you to grow, right? Like he's like lifting the weights, right? He's a, he's a weightlifter, I love him. Just had heart surgery. And I actually saw C.T. Fletcher. I met him once. I was in line at an airport. 
uh, line going to Vegas. <laughs> and uh, that was recently, and I didn't get into any shenanigans there. That was a long time ago. Shenanigans were a long time ago. <laughs> but I was there, and I go, CT, I go, do those affirmations work when you're like talking to your muscles, like when you say, I command you to grow? He goes, it works if you believe it. <laughs> and I was like, okay. <laughs> right? And by believe it, he also means my favorite, my favorite phrase of C.T. Fletcher's is, it's still your motherfucking set. And I think that's so awesome because what that means is the weights aren't going to lift themselves. But if you lift them, you get stronger. It's the resistance that matters. When you're in a relationship and you hit resistance, that's when the work begins. That's when you need to really start to engage, right? When you hit resistance in a business, that's when the work begins. There will be resistance. See, the thing is, is that we were sold a bill of goods that said, you know what? All I got to do is change my mindset and imagine some shit and the universe will deliver things to me. And then we're like, why the f*** is it? <laughs> right? The work begins when the resistance begins. So you have to anticipate resistance and realize that this is a lifestyle change. We're going way beyond habit change, guys. Because you can change a habit and still not have a lifestyle shift. Who here wants a different lifestyle? Let me see if I show hands. That's the name of the game. So here's how it works. All right, phase one, excitement. You're uninformed and you're optimistic. This shit's going to be great. I got it. I'm pumped up. I'm ready to go. Right? Who's excited? If you're really honest, who's excited? I'm excited. Excitement's one of my core emotions. I'm excited when resistance comes up. Be resistance. Let's get into this shit. I'm always excited. I'm always like this, by the way. This is not just stage persona. I'm always this annoying. <laughs> right? Just how it is. I'm always excited, but it doesn't matter. If there's a problem to solve, that's exciting. If there's resistance, that's exciting. But you always start with uninformed optimism because you haven't taken the leap yet. Then you take the leap and you're like, this is not fucking working. This is bullshit. And people around you are agreeing with you. This is bullshit. <laughs> They'll talk you right the fuck out. Not because they're bad. They're just trying to keep you safe. They're not bad. They're just going for safety. If you keep going, you're like, well, I'm listening to them. You tend to hit a divine storm. A divine storm is a time in life where all of life is against you. The money is running. Your body is breaking down. Everything, you're like, what the f*** did I do? I am not dumb enough or smart enough to do this to myself. What have I done to thee, oh God? Who's ever been through a divine storm before? Right? What does that feel like? Sucks. And then you're, th at this point, depending on what you do with it, you can completely withdraw and isolate and shut down, or you can get curious. And when you hit a point like this, you f***ing celebrate. Because the truth is, you've never been closer to a breakthrough. The truth is, you've never been closer to transformation. You've never been more motivated. Here's what happens in a divine storm. Human beings do not automatically invest in prevention. We invest in pain relief. Think about that. We don't invest in, oh yes, make sure that you're set up. Make sure that you don't ever hurt your back. We go, hey chiropractor, my fucking back is killing me. Help me. Right? Because we tend to take action as human beings when we're in pain, not when all is well. Because when all is well, are we motivated? Not really, we're just coasting. So if you're having pain in your life right now, if you're in a place in your life right now where you're like, this is not working Holy shit, what do I do? You could either say, I'm going to isolate, I'm going to withdraw, life is against me, I got dealt a shitty deck. Or you could say, huh, maybe somehow, in some strange way, I've been put into enough pain to finally move my ass. 
<laughs> to finally get off my ass and do something about it because it's been way too fucking long. Who's ever stayed in a relationship way too long? Right? Why did you leave finally? It's too painful. Right? Who here has ever radically transformed their body in a positive sense? <laughs> right? Why did you start to transform your body? It's too painful. Something happened. What was the moment of decision? What caused it? Typically, it's either a diagnosis or someone says something like, whoa. Right? For me, the reason I lost 50 pounds in two months through hormone focus, which is awesome, because I got a pre-diabetic diagnosis. And I was like, ooh, nope, I'm changing now. I love Domino's synesthetics, but not that much. <laughs> no thanks. Right? And I focused on insulin resistance, and that's how I, I shifted my life, because I hit a rock bottom. So rock bottom is something we all have to go through, but staying there is not required. You can get through the next level. And what is the next level? Does it just crush it after that? I mean, the slide will show you it doesn't because there's a point that's still below the line, <laughs> right? So we can sort of anticipate engagement with a mentor and tribe. You start to get hopeful realism, which is this could work out. It's not quite working out yet. Life is not quite matching, matching my expectations, but I'm starting to see some positive change. And what you don't want to do at that point is go, well, it's only just a little. It's only just a little better. but this is as good as it's going to get. One thing that human beings do, it's very fascinating. We suck at acknowledging ourselves for what we've done well. We suck at it. Think about all the shit you've been through. If you're in this room, you've been through some shit, okay? And yet, there's a voice in our head that says, until it's this perfect blueprint, I'm not going to be satisfied. Just for a second, what could you acknowledge about yourself? How far you've come? The resilience the hard work, the tenacity, the boundaries, the growth. If you're in this room, you have been growing for a while. You have been trying. You have been dedicating. Could you just, for a second, get off the defense for a second, stop giving yourself a hard time and say, you know what? Yeah, I did do hard work. What would that feel like? So there's like four people who think it's going to feel good. And everyone else is like, I'm not going to acknowledge my shit until I'm where I want to be. <laughs> F*** you, Mastin. <laughs> you want to know why? Here's the thing, guys. I, I, here's the problem. You're going to never have everything resolved. You want to know how I want to die? That's kind of a weird question, but it's a great question. I want to die hundreds of years from now because of biotechnology that's changing. <laughs> and I want to die hundreds of years from now in the middle of shit and have so much shit unresolved. I don't want to be like, I've completed my life now, and let me die. That I want to die in the middle of it, where for three weeks, the people close to me don't even notice I'm fucking dead, because they have to tie up all the fucking loose ends I left. Then they can fucking mourn three weeks later. That's how I want to fucking die. <laughs> right? Not like, and now I've completed my life, and I'm retiring, and let me just fucking die. Right? That there will never be resolution with everything. Here's the thing, guys. If you're in this room, you are a visionary. You can see things being different. It sounds different. It feels different. Is that true? So if that's the case, you're going to always see how it could be better. You can always see how it's going to be better, but you also have to realize, look where you are. Look where you are, because here's the thing. There's also where you're not. 
without all that hard work and the dedication you've done so far, where could you be? Could it be worse? Come on, guys, yes or no? So think about that, and what could you acknowledge about where you're not? You're not in that place anymore. You have done the work on yourselves. And that's what hopeful realism starts to say. You know what? Maybe that was hard. It's not going to always be fucking hard. And if you do it enough with enough support, you get into what's called informed optimism. And informed optimism says, you know what? Now I know how to start to do this thing. I'm really starting to feel good about it. And then finally, you get to a place of completion on that level. But here's the thing. It doesn't stay that way. Because here's the thing. Once you hit a new level, that's right. So you've seen this. So there's excitement, there's resistance, and then there's mastery, and that's how the fuck it is. And so here's the deal. People are like, but can't I just go from excitement to mastery? <laughs> I wish, right? Maybe one day, but not today, okay? So it's all about how well you navigate the resistance. And here's the thing. If you're trying to navigate the resistance alone, you will fail. I'm not trying to be a downer. I'm trying to help you understand that it's not through isolation that you will be successful. It's through engagement and through support. It's through asking for help from the right people, right? You don't want to ask for help from people who don't want to help you, right? A lot of us have painful relationships from the past. Does anybody have a relationship from the past that was painful? Anybody? Okay, so here's what you don't want to do. Okay, so all that pain I had in those relationships, everybody else is going to be just like them. So I'm not going to ask for help. It's about becoming more discerning. There are people who want to help you. There are people who want to support you. There are people who want to show up for you. And there are people who need you to show up for them too. And learning that and understanding that is the name of the game. The only way to get through resistance long-term to make a lifestyle transition is with support and asking for help. And that is a marker for people who are isolated to hear. They're like, but no, I want to be in control. Ha, huh. right? If you ever started your own business and outsourced like a VA or an assistant, that first thing you outsource is so like, <laughs> you pay him for three months, then done jack shit. <laughs> Take it. That's not exactly how I wanted it done. It's 99%. Taking it back. <laughs> right? Is it scary to ask for help and get support, guys? Of course it is, right? But that's the name of the game. And the thing is, as I said, it's new level, new devil, right? So let's just say that you got your mastery in one area. The next level will be just as scary. It's like a video game that never fucking ends. Just level up each time, right? So who here feels like there's things in your life that maybe 12 months ago, two years ago, were scary to you that now are no big deal? But back then, were they scary? And is there a next level now that's scary? That's right. So how do you get there faster? Can you do it by yourself? No. And here's the thing. You have to have a beginner's mindset because masters are beginners who keep beginning. I begin over and over and over. Every day is a beginning. Every day is an opportunity to start over. Every day is a chance to say, I'm earning it today. Yesterday, I earned it. It's no different than fitness, guys. It's no different than fitness. You've got to earn it consistently. You've got to show up and make it a lifestyle transition, lifestyle choice. 
Hey, it's Mastin. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast today. And before we wrap up, if you found value in this, one of the best ways to get this trauma-informed information to the world, if that's something that you want to do and to be a part of spreading the word, I would be so very grateful if you could leave a review on Apple or Spotify podcasts so that uh, you can review this. And hopefully it's a good review, but please leave an honest review. And especially if you want to leave a five-star review, I would be super stoked on that. But of course, just make it honest. But my goal is to to share more trauma-informed information with the world. And I need your help to spread this information and reviews matter. So if you feel called to do that, we'd very much appreciate it. If you got value from this episode and from this podcast, we very much appreciate it. And uh, thank you so much for hearing me out. And if you feel called, please leave a review on Apple or Spotify, and we'll see you in the next episode.